0: Hey, what's going on guys, welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast, a radio show coming to you on this Saturday with an episode titled, Why Do People Like You? Which, I mean, at least sometimes I ask myself that uh, more often than probably necessary. Um, this comes from an original uh, email message uh, Vince Gabriel has sent out. It was to fitness professionals titled, you know, Why, why Do Clients Stay?, Um, Why do, you know, athletes, uh, clients, trainees tend to stay with trainers and gyms, even if they're not seeing, you know, the results, quote unquote, that they want right off the bat. And I'm going to connect it to, like I do most things, all the pillars of life, like why do people like you? Because I believe that answers the question of why do people stay in an organization with a team, with a gym, with a community? Why are people part of it? Why are they choosing to go back over and over and over again for multiple weeks, months, and in many cases, uh, for multiple years. To me, that's the big thing. So, with that said, I did get a an email earlier this week from uh, somebody who I've had uh, a little bit of dialogue with, and it tend, for you guys, I tend to answer all the questions I possibly can, unless they're, you know, just like completely crazier or, or inappropriate. Then I won't. But for example, we get about. 300 messages on Instagram per day uh, from people, ranging from you know equipment questions, training questions, nutrition questions, and just the normal uh, creepy shit that people tend to, uh, to send out. And I try, like I said, to answer everything to the best of my ability. And the question I got was, and I quote, why do most people in your gym not look as good as you do? And... Again, I take everything with a grain of salt. I try not to read into things and past judgment or create context in a window that I don't have the full story of it and sometimes how people word things can be taken offensively and and you know some people might read that and be offended you know why do most people in your gym not look as good as you do and then the follow-up questions were is it just the, the hard work that you've put in you know currently over time the lifting you did in college et cetera, et cetera. but the question they're asking is you know why do most people in your gym not look as good as I do which that's debatable and I'm I'm going to answer the question here just so we can kind of cut through uh, all the noise of this. The first thing, I'm a man. About 60% of the people we work with are women. So there's that. And I do believe they all look better than me because I find women more attractive than dudes and that's just how it rolls. Now, it's debatable of, you know, what looks good and what doesn't look good and what kind of body types we do or don't like. So that's where the conversation has to start. You know, what is one person looks better than another person. If you want to say I'm in better shape than the people who train in our gym, then that's you know that's up for debate at what you think better shape is. The example I always give of how judgmental it is and how arbitrary it can be is if I went to a bodybuilding show, a physique show, a figure show, uh, men and women are competing against each other. If I went to the show and all of you guys listening right now went to the show as well and we all got a scorecard And we're all watching the same people compete. You can't see my scorecard. I can't see yours. I don't think of all of us, if there's, you know, a hundred thousand of us there scoring it, I don't know if you're going to get two cards that are exactly the same for every weight class, for every category, for all men, for all women. Now, even if you're educated on you know, bodybuilding and you're judging off the same criteria, conditioning, size, symmetry, posing, stage presence, all the stuff, and I judge it and one of my really good friends judges it as well, we're not going to have the same scorecard because we might be looking at different things. We might see things differently. So what I think is great condition or great shape or They might disagree with. I might pick somebody just because I like the way their hair looks. And subconsciously, that might be what sticks out. And so I think that person looks better than this person. Or I think, you know, a good set of shoulders is better than a good set of, you know, hamstrings. Who fucking knows what it is? So to answer the question, why do most people in the gym not look as good as I do? Again, it's debatable. My answer is this. I've been training this way super hard for the better part of 15 straight years. I've been lifting and training since I was 12, 13, 14 years old. I have never missed a day of training since I was probably 13 or 14. Like I've never planned to train and then missed it because, oh, something happened. I will always get a workout in if I plan to do so. I would never have it planned and then skip it. I would never make an excuse. Nothing so tragic or crazy has come up in my life where I've had to miss a day. So if I came, plan on coming in here and doing sled pushes and split squats, I'm going to fucking do it. So here's the reality of it. I've not missed a training session in over 20 years. Never skipped one. Never taken a week off of training just to relax. It's not who I am. I've played sports my entire life. Every single sport all the way through college and then basketball all the way through college. And a college, you know, strength and conditioning program inside of that, lifting in high school before that, lifting with my homies in middle school, and then lifting with the plastic weights we used to have filled with water and sand when I am like ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Before that, doing push-ups, sit-ups in the living room as I'm watching Michael Jordan play basketball. Before that, playing every single sport. On top of that, I eat real food every single day, and I've done so since I was probably 22 years old. I train harder than most humans do. Even my shitty days are harder than most people's really good days, and that's not me you know, judging or saying that I'm better. It's just how I'm built and how I'm wired. It's what I do. I make mobility a priority. I make rest a priority. I make recovery a priority. My physical body is my business. My body is my business card and it's not why people stay here, but it's the sizzle that probably drives people in. It's make what makes them stop to scroll on the internet is me working out and doing some shirtless bullshit and small shorts. That's not who we are and that's not what we do here, but that stops them. That's the marketing. That's what gets them to even come into our queue and realize that we offer so much more than that. But if I don't look this way, they probably don't stop scrolling. They probably don't click it. They probably don't see it. They probably don't hear the podcast. They don't read the blogs. They're not on the email list because I don't even matter because we haven't given them a strong enough reason to stop and wonder what the hell we're doing. So to answer the question, that's why people in this space don't look like I do. It's not their life. Most of our athletes here and our clients, they're amazing people. They're fucking rock stars. And I love most of them like they're my own family. I truly do. And I mean that sincerely Most of these people have real jobs. They are highly successful in what they do. A lot of them are reaching probably a level of mastery at their craft, meaning like financially they're crushing it. They're fulfilled in what they do at their job. They're great coaches. They're great presenters. They're great trainers. They're great salespeople. They're great doctors. They're great lawyers. They're great teachers. They're great accountants. They have kids. They have a wife. They have a husband. They have animals. They have a family. They have responsibilities. They have Tons of other interests outside of just fucking fitness. That's why they don't look like me. I wouldn't wish my lifestyle on anybody and I wouldn't push it on my clients. Now, there are people here who come in who look amazing. And there's a lot of people here who can run way longer distances than me. They can run faster than me. There's certain lifts that they're better at me at. There's certain metabolic things that they can just smoke me out in. They're better at the gymnastics part. There's certain things that everybody here has. But this is what I do for a living. I should be the fittest fucking guy here. I need to lead from the front. I need to set an example for everybody who walks in the door. I'm the tone setter. On top of all that stuff, I still get paid money for how I look. When we show up to do these huge video productions and these video shoots, I like to think they're paying me because I'm a nice guy. But that's not the reality. I think that's maybe part of it. But if I didn't look this way, it doesn't matter how nice I am; they're not cutting checks. Like when I do these campaigns and and I do these sponsorship and corporate deals with the you know the Reeboks and the Underarmors and the Vitamin shops and insert the companies that I've worked with over the past 15 years, a huge part of that is how I look. So it is a priority to me to train a certain way to be functionally fit and healthy, but also there is a huge aesthetic piece to it that my clients have no interest in, that my clients do not want to give up all the things I've had to give up to get there. So to answer the question, that's why they don't look the way that I do. And nor do I think they want to give up all the things that I have to give up to get there. And it's not important. Part of my job is showing up on camera to look a certain way. And it takes a lifetime of dedication, consistency, day in and day out for decades. So to answer that question quickly, most people will never dedicate that much time, effort, energy to look like this and be like this, nor should they, because I don't think it's really that important. And that's why if you go back to the podcast we did on like the cost of getting lean, is the juice worth the squeeze, That that's probably the, the best scenario I can break it down for you guys. But I know that's a little bit off topic and it ties into, you know, why do clients stay if they're not, you know, and if they don't end up being, you know, shredded and ripped and, you know, they're not looking exactly the way that they want to look. Why the heck do you have so many people in the gym that have not achieved their ideal weight loss goals yet, yet they still come in and train on a regular basis? Why do people stay for two, three, five, seven, ten 10 years? Clearly, they haven't gotten the value from training with you. They haven't reached all the results that they've wanted. And what I would ask to the trainers and the coaches out there, have you ever thought about how hard of a job it really is you know, to get people the extreme results they want? Like sometimes people come in here and they'll sit across me and say, Jeremy, I want to look just like you. And I'm like, no, you don't. Y- you want it in theory, but you don't want to eat the shit I've had to eat to get here it's just like how I now drive by you know the houses here that are you know over 10 million dollars yeah it's super cool I don't want to take on the stress it costs to live there I don't want to deal with the maintenance costs I don't want to have to hire 17 different people just to keep my house going every single month I don't want to have you know a monthly nut of 22,000 bucks just going out the door I know the juice isn't worth the squeeze for me in terms of owning a home that costs that much money it's the same thing with people in the shape that they're in What you have to understand here, what we do with people is we have people for about, you know, two to three hours per week. The rest of the time is up to them. We also have minimal control of the most important factors that are going to determine their success. And that's the food they eat and the drinks they're putting in the body. And we can't control that. I can educate people. I can speak to them. I can talk to them. I can care about them. I can present them with the information. I can do endless podcasts and newsletters and blogs and we can post stuff here and I can have one-on-one conversations with them about what it really takes, but they have to do the work when they're gone. You think about like a restaurant, for example, like that business, Um, they don't have to deal with all this stuff. The person brings out the food, hopefully they enjoy the food, there's a measurable result from that, and the client or you know the patron gets what they want. So if so many of our clients and athletes have not gotten what they've wanted from us exactly, what the hell is making them stay? Why do people keep showing up here to Jeremy Scott Fitness both on the internet and in person? To answer this question, you know why do clients stay, it's the same reason why people like you. And that's where the tie-in is here, you guys. Why do people like you? Why do clients continue to stay and go to the places they're going? Even though they might not be getting exactly what they set out to get in terms of fitness, for sure. There's another kind of value that we are giving people. Little do people realize the value is much more effective for keeping clients in the long haul than just getting their body fat to go to point A to point B. And the Vince Gabriel take on this is he creates what he's called an up value. And up stands for it's unique and it's personal. And the reason why clients stay is because it's unique and it's personal. The reason people like you, your wife, you know, uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully your husband or wife, uh, you know, your friends, uh, your family, the ones who actually can stand you and they appreciate you, they like you because of the uniqueness and the personality of it. You've been offering an experience that's more unique and personal to your clients and to your friends and to your family. The kind of value that makes them feel like they're connected to you and connected to your business for that matter. It's the little things you do for people. It's the birthday cards you send them. It's the community events you have and attend with them. It's the relatively small number of people you allow into your facility, into your club that you train with. You cap the groups. You're not cramming people into a room with fucking 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 people and calling it a, you know, a group workout that you care about their results because you don't. When you're running a business, and again, I'm not judging anybody. It's make your money, do what you do. We're never going to fill a room here with 100 people. Could I do it? For sure. I understand the pain point of price and, and demand, and we know how to get people in the door. I have no interest in having a group here of 70 people. I don't think that's me serving them the best that I can. So the reason why people stay here is we keep the numbers small. We want it to feel like a community and a family. They, I want to know what's going on with them. It's the t-shirts that we give them. It's the things that they get to wear that a small number of people will do. The fact that they can bring their kids and sit in the lobby while they work out and They're part of what we do here. We know their kids' names. We know their name. And we know that when they do a PR, we congratulate them. We ring the fucking bell. We write their names on the wall. This is their ESPN. We are making them part of what we do here because they fucking matter. Like, at the end of the day, people like you and people want to do business with you and people want to work with you because you make them feel like they fucking matter because they really do. We notice when people are gone here. We miss them when they're gone. They provide a value and an energy and a balance, even the negative people. And that's your friends, that's your family, that's your community. Even the people, the friends of you, the guys you have friends who are not like negative assholes, I don't mean that, but the people who are, you know, kind of pessimistic, they're kind of glass half empty, you appreciate them. Whether they're, you know, somewhat negative or they're just realists, they provide a synergy to the group that... Other people don't provide. If everybody here was like a cheerleader and overly, outwardly enthusiastic and crazy, I think it would drive me fucking nuts. That's why I do appreciate everyone here for who they are and what they do. And they come here because they know the owner. They have a relationship with me. It's not like they go to a gym. It's like, oh, I go to this gym, but I I don't even think like the owner knows my name. I know everybody's name here. I probably know where they work I probably know what they do. I probably know if they're married or not and if they have kids and odds are I've met their husband or I've met their wife or I've met their kids and we know a lot about them and their interests, what kind of music they like because they probably complain about it here. But the point I'm driving at is it matters because you make them matter. People like you because you give a shit about them and they give a shit about you. People work with you because they feel a sense of connection and if it's in a gym setting like here, they probably met some of their friends here Shit, they might have met their best friend here. They might have met their husband or wife here. Your facility and your gym doesn't look like most other gyms. That's why they go there. You have unique things about it, whether it be, you know, from from the equipment to you just correcting their form or you just talking to them and being the best part of their day. You hire people that you want to be friends with. At least that's how I do business. I want to work with people that I like. And I just basically think like if these people were not doing a service, would I be friends with them anyway? And the answer more often than not is yes. And what I do here as the owner is I try to bring people on the team that other people like. I try to hire coaches that people here appreciate. They respect, they listen to, and they just like to hang out with. And they feel like the coaches here have their best interests. I try to treat everybody here with respect. Just like I do in my normal life. I treat the people here, honestly, in the gym the same way I treat my wife. No better, no worse. Whether my wife likes that or not, who knows. But that's how I tend to do it. Because I want everybody to get the same experience. And this is why people like you as a person. And this is why people stay in your business. People stay with you. People become friends with you. People rely on you. They depend on you. They think highly of you because of how you make them feel. These are the things that are arguably much more important than getting people measurable results in terms of just losing body fat. This is why you have friends. Your friends aren't friends with you just for the shit you can give them. Just because you own a boat and you can take them out on the water, that's not why they're friends with you. Just because you have you know, fun parties, that's not why they're friends with you. Just because you can do them a favor once in a while and watch their dog or watch their kids, that's not why they're friends with you. They're really friends with you because how you make them feel. Now, us as business owners on that side of it, we still need to give people the tools and the motivation and the inspiration and the coaching to lose weight and to drop body fat and to get stronger and to be more mobile. But at the end of the day, if our clients and our athletes really want measurable results, it's on them. It's their decision. Most You know, fitness coaches and professionals and personal trainers spend too much fucking time stressing over stuff that they can't control. So regardless of the measurable results or not, if our clients are living a healthier, happier life, our job is just to keep them rolling. And if they're falling short, we can help them cover the gaps, but we can't do the work for them. That's why I don't ever say like, I, this transformation, I did this transformation. I didn't do it. I just gave you guys the tools. You put in the work. That shit's on you. I can tell you where to eat. I can tell you what to eat and what not to drink and how to go about it. But at the end of the day, you have to take extreme ownership for your efforts and your actions. And I think that's why people tend to stay here. Even if people have come here and like, hey, I haven't quite hit my goals yet. I've been here for three years. I'm like, but one, you know we give a shit about you. Two, you know we'll never give up on you. Three, you know we'll notice when you're gone. For like we really want you to get there and we'll always be here for you and we'll always go the extra mile if we can. And we're never gonna be, you know, the ones who put you down, we'll never be discouraged uh, you know, by the lack of you know, you're trying at times. We're here for you. No matter what. And it's because it's unique, it's because it's personal. So if you look at why people stay in programs where they might not, you know, end up being completely ripped and shredded in a year. It's because they know they're going to a place that people care about them and people give a shit about them and we'll do the little things for them and we'll always be here when they're ready to really, you know, crank it into high gear, but understanding there's so much more value that, you know, a quality coaching program and a fitness program and a gym brings other than just getting people shredded and ripped and super strong. There's a community factor to it. There is a motivational factor to it. And even if they haven't reached, quote unquote, all the goals they set out to reach, they are so much better off because they're in this program than not in the program. And even if from the outside, people don't think that they've made changes and transformed, you can't measure their internal strength. You can't measure how much they've increased their mobility, how much more self-confidence they have and the other changes that are going on in their lives. And short of all that, if they weren't in this program, how much worse off they'd be how much worse the activity would be, how much worse the eating choices would be, how much worse the drinking choices would be. We create a system of accountability in a community just to make people's lives better. And that's why people like you as a human. That's why people want to be your friend. That's why people want to stay in your fitness business because you create an environment and an atmosphere that you really give a shit about people. And that's it. It's no no more basic than that. If nothing else, if we create a place where people feel they can come here and be safe and not be judged, and not feel uncomfortable, and they can ask questions, and they can get answers, and they can be free to train and to hang out and bring their friends here and their family here, and they feel comfortable, that's our ultimate goal. So I know that podcast kind of touched on a handful of things in in a few different directions, and I'm sorry, you guys, if you couldn't follow it, but when you ask the question, you know, why do clients stay here, or why do most people in the gym not look like me, it's because A, it's not their fucking goal to look like me. Two, why do they stay even though they're not completely shredded? It's because it goes so much deeper than just sets and reps and being ripped. And to tie it all in, why do people like you guys as a human? It's the same reason people stay here. It's because you care about them. Because you give a shit about them. You listen to what they have going on in their lives. You don't just wait for your turn to talk and spit all your shit on them. You're there for them. You know, you are a fountain to them. You're not just a drain. And that's what we try to do here every single day. So I guess in a roundabout way, the reason I think people like me, the reason I think people stay here, the reason I think, you know, what we do matters is because we care about the human factor. And I think that gets lost in translation a lot of times. I think a lot of businesses and a lot of humans for that matter. And That's why I say that's why I tie all this together, you guys, with both, you know, human behavior and business, because I look at it as all the same. A lot of businesses it's just transactional. They're only talking about the commodities and they're only talking about you know what they do. They don't care about why they do it, and they don't care about the relationship of people. I think a lot of humans treat other humans that way. They only care about what they can get from other people, and they treat it very transactional. And you can tell when that's happening. Like when you're talking to somebody and they're almost like staring through you, or they're almost just ignoring you. Um, and you can almost see them thinking about what they're going to say and not really being attentive and listening. And it hurts when people do that. And I would hate if anybody thought I ever did that or any of our people here ever did that. We want to be listeners first. That's why God gave you two ears and one mouth to keep that shit shut and listen more than you talk. At least that's the way that I think about it. So to me, the reason I think people like us, come here, stay here and want to be part of what we do is because we care about them. I think if you guys look at your life, why you have the friends you have, why you have the inner circle you have, why you have the husband or the wife or the partner you have is because you care about them. And that matters on a level deeper than just the results and the shit that you can give them. People want to know they're cared about. People want to know that they have a place they can go and a community that really, you know, they can rely on in the tough times and they can have fun with in the good times. And I believe that's what we offer and what we do. So. That's just my quick rant today of why people like you as a person and why people stay with us as clients and I believe that to be true and that's try to how I try to live my life and I mean this with the utmost sincerity as I was driving here today at about 5, you know, 30 this morning and it's, you know, kind of starting to get light out and I'm driving in and if you guys are over here, we're in this, you know, Scottsdale Airport here in Arizona and I'm coming around the corner and it's just like you can just see the outline of the mountains, it's beautiful. You know, they have the private airport here right by us. And I pull into the building, you know, with my name on it, which I wish I would have called it something different. But this is what it is at this point, you know, 15 years in. And uh, I just had so much gratitude for the day. I had an early meeting with one of our favorite clients, my homie Mike D. He's a great guy. He's helped me out a lot in life. I try to return the favor best I can to him. Like him and I just having a dialogue talking about his goals and his future which is exciting to me to see him start a new chapter of his stuff and then just being here uh on Saturday you know our normal athletes are here it's open to the public these guys drop in and then you know we're coaching through the groups talking about setting you know rowing and skiing records and then we're all just bullshitting afterwards about some inappropriate stuff because again people feel comfortable here to do that and you know then another group comes in then my wife and I film some stuff and I just I'm so grateful to have this it it does just as much for me as hopefully it does for them. And I mean that. I want to, to create a place where people feel comfortable and I can be myself, selfishly. I don't have to fake or front or, or say things You know, with a sense where I can just be 100% me and authentic. And as I do that, I realize like this is what matters in life. This is why people have a connection because they feel it's real. They feel it's authentic. They feel like they can put their guard down and just relax and they can share things and say things maybe they can't say in their corporate job. Maybe they can't say around a certain circle of people. And that's what we try to provide here and that's what I try to do. So if you're looking at your own life, if you're a business owner, if you work in a corporate setting, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know how to... I can't help you guys. You have certain rules and things that I really struggle to understand. I'm sure you do too. But if you're a business owner... Or you're a person who's looking at the relationships in their life. If it's struggling or if it's lacking or maybe the circle is negative and it's not positive, just ask yourself, you know, why do people like me? Why do I hang out with these people? What are the kinds of people I want to be surrounded by and surrounded with? And I think when you really reverse engineer that, it's the people who care about you. The people who are willing to do the extra things, the people who give a shit about you, the people who are willing to try to put you, you know, a priority in their life that's what really matters. And I think in life in general, if you can approach everything as relationship based, instead of transactional based, I think you'll be successful, maybe not up front, you might lose a little bit. But in the big picture, you're gonna win. Because at the end of the day, you know, people might forget what you've done for them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. They'll never forget the way that they feel when they're around you, and the way they feel when they're in your circle. And that's the takeaway. So. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that quick rant. And if you're a business owner, especially in fitness, hopefully that helps you kind of, you know, clarify some things. And uh, for the rest of you guys out there, if you're struggling with personal relationships, you know, just really focus on how you make people feel and how you can show up for them and try to be the brightest light you can be. And I, I promise if you do it consistently, it'll change everything. So anything else you guys want to hear in the podcast, shoot me a message, hit me up. I'm happy to record it. I got a bunch of technical fitness stuff. Uh, coming down the pipe, as well as a bunch of Q&A stuff from you guys as well. And again, a reminder, if you're in iTunes right now, stop. Do not be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star. If you're on your iPhone, click the podcast app, scroll down, hit that five-star Leave me a comment or two. I'd love to see it. And obviously on your MacBook or your Mac itself, click the iTunes app and drop it for me. I appreciate it. Share this with your friends or family or anybody else you think it can help. I truly would appreciate it. Again, we'll throw this up on the Jeremy Scott Fitness YouTube page. In a reminder, If you guys do not subscribe to our YouTube channel, we have about, I think, almost a 1,000 videos at this point. We're loading all the podcasts on there, a lot of our Metcon stuff. So if you like our fat loss workouts or our our finishers, some of the loading stuff we do, that's on there. Whole Q&A series, tons of mobility stuff. So if your body's tight and bound up, we have a whole mobility playlist for you. And again, it's 100% free. Um, doesn't cost you anything. So subscribe. And every time we load a new video, which we load probably four or five a week, it'll send you guys an update. That's free. And also our newsletter. If you're not on that, shoot me a message. Cause we send out at least a minimum three emails per week, every single week with a ton of free value in there as well. My goal is just to really give you guys as much free, cool shit as humanly possible. And then if at any point we offer something you want to buy, feel free to pick it up. Otherwise, I'll just keep pumping out free shit that will help you live a badass life. And, you know, you take it and you run with it. So my gift to you for listening. And I appreciate you guys more than you know. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.